Ages passed in a world called Spanth. The land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call... Of Dragon Town. Hello and welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town, an original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. My name is Jamie, and I am your DM and host for this show. And around me, to my left, we have. I am Galavin Aurelis. Justice Donatello Whiskers, the pure. Rodri Wilder Silvids. Girlbin Dornapple. Fantastic. And giving us our recap today will be Donatella Whiskers. Well, um... That <laughs> you forgot everything oh, yes. that happened. Uh, well, we met um, the hero of the tale, Justice Donatella Whiskers. He walked into a bar, told a story of how uh, he defeated an ogre with one single swipe of his sword, which he has not told the name of, but it is called the gavel. Get it, guys? Get it? Cool, right? So a uh, judge joke. It's, uh, yeah. So, I... Uh, Love judge jokes. My favorite joke genre. Then we met... Joke genre. <laughs> <laughs> then we met Rondry Wilner Swimfins, uh, who uh, is some sort of tinkerer and was working on some big object, which we don't know what it is yet. And he was called away on business. And then we met... Crobin Dornapple, who is a stuttering, awkward human, who I think is a insurance uh, actuary. And we met him, and he got also called away on business. And then we met Galavin, who is a I didn't want to play an adventurer. And he got into some tomfoolery, and then kind of got on a carriage and oh he saw a poster and just got on a carriage and went after this uh oracle person and uh oh also swimfins found out that his mentor something happened to his mentor and justice donatello whiskers also found out that something happened to his mentor and got sort of promoted to justice and him and swimfins met up and now they're partners and in the same carriage ride, Crobin and Galavin are now riding together and they have met each other. Will a friendship form? Will our four characters ever meet? We'll never find out. Thanks okay. for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> All right. Uh, if we're all ready, we shall begin. We rejoin Donatella Whiskers and Rondry Swimfins uh, as they enter into the Church of Rodane the goddess of peace and justice and they are following the head justice of this church a tall bald human man who introduces himself as uh, head justice Ergus Fingerly and he takes you into his uh, back priestly quarters the podcast took a turn yes it did uh it's okay let's hope what's happening in the news right now isn't happening by the time this podcast commentary so you all sit down at his uh desk chair and uh he looks up to you or he looks down at you metaphorically he's literally literally looking down on you because he's a very tall even when he sits he's pretty tall so he looks down at you and he he says um you know, I'm I'm happy to have the chance to meet you two. I've heard uh, quite a bit about uh, you, um, but uh, you know, it is quite sad the circumstances under which it is happening. Yes, well, um, we don't know whether or not he's. Wait, do you know whether or not he's dead or alive? Wait, what? Wolfgang Fairhart, the greatest justice there ever was, has gone missing. Possibly uh, dead. There's something going on with Q too. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Um, so we don't know what has happened to them. Um, they have gone uh, missing in action. Um, yes. Uh, so, so let me pull up this, and then he pulls up this little 
kind of parchment out of his thing. And he goes, here's the official report. Um, uh, Justice Wolfgang Fairhart, uh, also known as The Scales, has uh, reportedly gone uh, missing in action with his partner, Seeker Query Miglin, uh, also known as uh, Q. Uh, yes, and um, it says they were supposed to report back uh, to the church uh, from their most recent mission about, uh, uh, you know, some time ago, about a, a month ago, um, but they never reported back, so uh, they could have been missing for as long as uh, two months. Um, the reports uh, are unclear about this, unfortunately, um, and he kind of rolls the parchment uh, back up, and he goes, um, so, you, that is what brings you here, and he gestures to you with open hands, and he goes, uh, so, uh, let's see, how do I... Well, sadly, there's no trace of evidence as to where they might have gone. Uh, it's quite a, a cold case, actually. Um, we don't have many leads for you other than that this was the last city they were seen in. And uh, when I was contacted um, by High Justice Turin, uh, who I believe you know... Uh, and, you know, from uh, your, your high seeker as well, um, I, they, you know, I, of course I was happy to help, to have you here. Um, so, I'm sorry, but I, I, I don't have any information So for what you. you're telling us is you're here to help us with nothing to help us with. <laughs> you have the, he kind of thinks for a second, and he goes, you have the church's support. And that's all we need, brother. <laughs> uh, yes. No, we we actually need hard cold facts of like where they were last seen missing, and, 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 and yes, there's a lot of information that's missing. We yes. you can't just send us out right now. He's right. We also need that stuff. Yes. Um. So, like I said, I don't know, and I'm sure that well, I'm you sorry, that don't must, know. We we yes, I don't know. And he kind of looks down and scratches his desk a little bit. In Qu sheepish embarrassment. It's okay, sweet Wandry. It's, it's quite all right. Uh, what was the mission that you originally sent them on, my uh, dear I priest? didn't send them on any mission. Uh, uh, High Justice Turin sent uh, 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 the scales of oh. um, Justice Fairheart on an important mission, and as well as Q uh, was, you know, sent on a mission as well. Rodane, save me. No, I'm asking you, what was the mission they were on? I am saying to you, wait, 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 wait. young man, I don't know. I was not informed as to their mission. Uh, it was highly classified. Do you know where this old key might have come from? A clue! He narrows his eyes and he, he leans across the desk and goes, Give it here! I think Q might have given it to me at one point. He looks it over. Hold on. And then he gets up slowly from the desk. And he walks, he has this little um, wardrobe kind of set into the back, uh, this like tall, uh, dark wood um, wardrobe. And he takes the key out and he looks at it and he looks at the lock on the wardrobe. And then he like digs it into the lock and tries to twist it and turn it. And it does not seem to budge. And he, after doing this for about five or 10 seconds, so click it, click, 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 click. He pulls it out and he goes, rats. And he comes and he sits down and he goes, I've been, and he puts the key down on the table and he's I've been trying to get this wardrobe open for quite some time. <laughs> oh, I, I might be able might... to I might be able to get it open. Oh, yes? yeah. Yeah, and I pull like I have this satchel and I dig in it and I pull mm. out this like lock pick kit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, please, please give it a try. Sweet. I've been wanting to do this forever for like a real practical experience. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is great. You seekers are really handy to have around. Uh, I wish we had a, a partnership of our own in this city. I'm going to try to pick that lock. Yeah, please do. How many these tools check? Uh, that's 16. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, it easily pops open. You, you, all the tumblers click, 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 click into place. And uh, the wardrobe kind of creaks open. And you can see inside of it um, some very dusty, like, high justice robes. Uh, and he and he kind of comes up behind you and he he kind of pulls the doors all the way open and you know there's the raiments and the little um what are they sensors. called sensors yeah sensors, sensors. Yeah. thank you the sensors are there some old dusty sensors and he's like so that's where they've been thank you very much young man what what did you say your name was 
and I look to Donat- Donatello, like, like, should I give him my name? Like, uh, I, Donatello is sitting with his feet up on the desk and his hands behind his head, mm-hmm. like all cool and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, um, that's Rondren. Rondri Wilner Swimpins. He chuckles at him. Still getting acquainted, I see. Well, I'm sure you'll be fast partners or something. I say a gnomish to Rondri. Um, this guy is quite the idiot. And I don't... Chuckle a little bit, like... <laughs> we should probably leave here and go investigate ourselves. Okay. And uh, Donatello will get up without saying anything and kind of just walk out the room. Oh, all right. Well, um, remember, the church has your back. And he kind of sees you. He just kind of watches you guys leave out the door. And uh, you make your way down uh, downtown, through the aisles of the church. Fast, faces passing. <laughs> and I'm home now. <laughs> if we can't use that, we're really screwed. <laughs> it's parody. Yeah, and we only do like four seconds. We're fine, I'm sure. Uh, so you all... Uh, Exit the church. <laughs> and uh, you walk down the marble steps uh, and you are standing, quite literally standing at a crossroads. There is a, a notice board uh, in front of you, um, which has this uh, large notice on it that catches your eye. It has answers in huge letters. And you find that very suspicious. Answers. Wow, it almost seems as if this was planned. Couldn't be. Well, no, wait. I believe in... I'm thinking about what my character would believe in. Um, Miracles? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Rondry. There you go. You sexy thing. <laughs> sexy thing, you. Would you like to have sex? No. Uh, uh what? Rondry. Okay. <laughs> Did you know anything you about... You said it, it happened. Yeah. You said it, and it happened. Okay. That's we how be- D&D works. We you said it, and then it happens. <laughs> Uh, uh, after five minutes of that, a guard comes along. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Wrong this is the one chance you get. Yeah, <laughs> one free. Pass. That one was funny. Yeah, so it counts as a. That true. was a bit. Rondre, do you know anything about the mission that Q and Fairheart went on? Yes, I have no idea what was going on. Got it. <laughs> Whiskers will just slowly stare, slowly turn and just stare off into the sky. So, uh, this thing says answers. What, dear boy? This thing, it says answers. Well, seeing as it's our only lead, because of priests don't know anything back there. Get it? He didn't know anything. That's what I called him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wind rips. <laughs> the wind rips that flyer. Uh, it's kind of making it uh, flutter really hard in the breeze, and it rips the flyer off the notice board and sends it flying down the street. We run after it. Great. Uh, you chase after it. Uh, roll me perception checks. Oh God. Eleven. Four. You lose the flyer. It is swept up into the breeze. Carried away. No worries, Andre. I know exactly where to go, and I'm just gonna start walking. Great. Uh, you start walking, and uh, as you as you like this way, as you turn to move down the street, uh, you're hit in the face with a piece of parchment. God, <laughs> I'm under attack. And you rip it off your face, and you see answers in huge letters uh, glaring off the page at you. <laughs> Oh, my sweet Rondra, you see how things work out? Yeah. Hold the paper in front of him. What does it say? Looking for answers? The great oracle is looking for those strong of body, stout of heart, keen of mind, and generally experienced with risk to provide his personage with personal protection for one night. Upon completion of the task described, one question and one question only may be asked of him, with the answer to be divined and provided as payment for services rendered. The oracle sees every truth, what is yet to befall. The oracle knows what's in store for us all. To apply, submit application by showing up to 42 Stable Street in the city of Misty Mar. Must provide own weapons and armor. Rondre, do you see? No, I heard. You read it out to me. Yes, but do you see what it's saying? No, I heard what it was saying. Okay, but do you know what it's saying? Yes, because you said it to me. What is it saying? 
it's saying that we should complete this little ditty of a thing to get the bigger answers to our general quest. I'm going to follow your lead because I'm confused <laughs> and I don't understand the letter. <laughs> but, but, okay, uh, so the, uh, basically when you uh, boil it down to uh, uh, a simpler uh, layman's terms, um, if we complete this mission i've started walking away no, sir, uh, excuse me sir uh, we, and that just goes on for hours of me just trying to explain it to him a million different ways cool um yeah you guys wander all over town for a while unless you head to a 42 stable street no that's where we'll go i figured yeah. that's okay cool it sounded like he was leading the way and then you were like uh, i uh, was but he'll probably take the lead at a certain point and lead uh, we mean direction. left here sir okay cool uh awesome so you all uh make your way there there it is. Uh, <laughs> Crobin and Gallivan, your carriage comes to a stop. A soft kudunk as you settle into stillness, and the door is opened by the coachman. And he uh, kind of gestures for you all to exit. I'll get out and I'll help Toriwa out. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Of Much course. appreciated. It is my pleasure. Mm, yes. Mm hmm. Tell me, Toira, um, have you heard of this oracle? Hmm? The oracle. And I'll break out. I'll bust out the paper. Oh, let me see this. And yes. She takes it and she pulls out some this? tiny reading glasses and she puts them on. And she goes, hmm. What do I make of this? Hmm. Sounds like poppycock to me. I, this is what I thought. I wanted to see it for myself, though. So. So. You're, you're, you're here for the, for, uh, for, for, from the flyer? Corbin, yes. That, I am. that, that, I... Uh, uh, m- m- me too. Oh, would you like to walk together? Did d- you know where it is? It says it right here on the paper. No, no, I'm I'm not from from this town, so I don't know my my way around here. So. Oh well, it's a simple matter of asking the local authorities for. I'm from way. Mistymar. Oh, I can yeah. tell you. Oh, that is what luck. <laughs> uh, it's not far from here. You're just gonna go up there, and you're gonna take a left down right at the end here. We're very close to Stable Street. Wonderful. Yes. Can we accompany you? Can we have the pleasure of your company for no, a little No, I'm going this way. Oh, good okay. day. So sorry. It was a pleasure riding with you. And she kind of walks off a little briskly, a little like, a little like she, all of a sudden, now that she's not riding in the cart with you anymore, uh, suddenly she's super busy and it's got all this important business to do. Like, like it's very strange. And she... Thank you for your time. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Goodbye. Um, what was your name again? Gallivan. Mm. <laughs> and then she just like walks off. And I'll, I'll press to digitate um, poop falling out of her... Um, uh, from behind her, like out of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? so it's falling out from her robe behind her. Got it, got it. And uh, is there a <laughs> smell more, accompanied or no, no? Just, okay, just just visual. I say, look, Crobin, you see this? gross lady. I just, it's a, it's a joke. Did that? She she poop pooped herself as Ah, no, no, no. Look. And I'll, I'll make it go away. Crobin <laughs> looks very surprised. He takes his glasses off and like polishes them on his tunic and puts them back on and squints and looks at you and uh, and he says, "You poop pooped her pants." What do you know of the gods? What do you think of them? The the what what do you mean? What do I? Eh, I think they're we're going to walk together. Let's talk about some things. Of course, they're, I'd love to m- 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 meet one. <laughs> oh, me too. What's this? Or this is just CC one, or no, 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 someone who's seen seen one or met 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 one. Well, maybe we will. But let's first check out this uh, this charlatan. You go, yeah, okay. Wouldn't that be crazy if someone you just met on like a bus or something was like, "Hey, you want to talk about God real quick?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talk about the they're talking about well, like celebrities. In the God, the That's gods true. in this yeah. world are like uh, they exist. People, they're like around, right? Yeah. Uh, they have been known to be. Yes, they are. They are like encountering a celebrity or somebody, or maybe like the Pope or somebody, some some worldwide known figure. Like the Dalai Lama or or the Pope. Like kind of like the gods in like uh, Hercules' legendary journeys. 
Absolutely. Yeah. What about the gods totally. in Gods of Egypt? Warner Pre- Princess. <laughs> good movie. You guys should watch Princess. <laughs> Very <laughs> good Egypt? movie. And, cool. Oh, Gods yeah. of Egypt. Oh, no, the best movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gods of Egypt. Oh, so I'll, I'll uh, follow her directions and uh, continue this. Yeah, I, ca- I can't wait to meet the Oracle. Or, or Krobin can't wait to meet the Oracle. Or whoever's there to receive us and to be evaluated and hopefully since so somewhere cool. do you believe in this paper? You think it is real? That, 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 uh, ooh, that's a hard, that's a hard question. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, believe I wouldn't be here if I, if I, obviously, if I had no, 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 no hope at all. Um, but, but, uh, uh, mm, oh, I just thought it'd be a good, 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 uh, you know, to just travel with some adventurous. I'm, I'm, I'm an insurance uh, person, so I thought maybe maybe it would be a, a, a nice nice market as well, uh, maybe to, to, to expand into. To You want to expand your insurance into adventurers? Maybe, if we can uh, if there's some, some, um, come up with some reasonable rates, but I don't know. I have to gather some so information. So you're an entrepreneur as well. Your mind is very fascinating. Not no not an entrepreneur, more of a. I just work for an insurance company. It's my job, job. But you just had a business idea for this job, and now. Well, it's more 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 of an assignment. It's not what I said. I I thought I meant that they my my boss thinks, and I am here to find find out. Oh. About it. Well, this is the answer you seek. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, but, 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 well, sort of. I have a personal question as well. Well, let's find this then. Let's okay. Find this oracle. <laughs> oh, is that is that is that the building right right ahead? Yeah, you guys see it right ahead. Uh, it is. It is an. So you guys, the carriage dropped you off at uh, one. Basically, it's like a. It's almost like a medieval bus station. It's, it's a place where a lot of carriages are taking off um, and heading, you know, separate cities and stuff like that. Um, but a little ways down, uh, there is basically, I mean, Stable Street is aptly named for a reason. Uh, there's a lot of stables there. Um, and specifically, there is another one of these kind of coach stations uh, down uh, past where she told you, when, at the left, when you made the left. Uh, you see down at the very end of the uh, block, um, you see one building, and you see a coach kind of uh, being geared up uh, and ready to go. And you see Donatella Whiskers, as I described him before, a large uh, lion um, man, a tabaxi, uh, wearing this black chainmail with uh, ornate white roses on his armor, and a short gnomish, a young gnomish man. Uh, kind of very plain looking, very businesslike in attire, uh, with a great big pack on his back, uh, full of weird metal tidbits. And you two see approaching you, uh, you see a very distinguished uh, dressed um, half elf uh, wearing long uh, midnight blue robes. Midnight blue? Yes? Yeah, I think some of them are thunder gray. Some of them uh, are. Th- the robes are thunder gray and the. the traveling coat is midnight blue that's right it's very important to get and a very unremarkable man doughy uh dad bod male male pattern baldness uh walking up beside him and you all are just you two uh whiskers and rondry are just kind of waiting in front of this coach looking around uh, you can hear uh activity going on inside the coach um and somebody has already called out uh that they'll be with you in a moment what are we waiting for Somebody, you're you're waiting at the coach. This is where you were supposed to meet, uh, for yeah, for the notice. And uh, there's somebody digging around inside the coach, uh, and they told you to that they'd be with you in a moment. And so these two, they join you. Did 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 Galvin? Do you know any anywhere that maybe maybe I maybe I could find some armor? I actually, this is, uh, I don't think, have I been to this place yet? I probably, this is a new city for Misty me. Mar is a new city for you, yeah. actually, yeah. This is, this is the first time I've been here. It just, just occurred to me that I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, have any. Oh. You need that for what you do? For, well, for maybe, maybe if, for what we're g- g- going to do, said we need to bring it and I don't, I don't have any. Oh, well, perhaps they will wait while you will get it. If they really need the people this bad. Hello. 
Look, Rondry, a butterfly. A what? There's a butterfly on that flower there. Yes, oh. this is their migration. They are going from south to the north. Oh, hello. Hello. Good nobleman. Wow, it's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. The name is uh, Justice Donatello Whiskers, the pure. Oh, I am very honored to meet a man of the cloth. My name is Gallivan Aurelis. Ah, well, you may have heard of me, uh, it, depending on where you're from, but uh, sort of a local legend. Ah, then it is truly my pleasure. You certainly look like a legend. Well, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, yes. And this is my noble assistant. What would you call her? Partner. Uh, sure. Yeah, partner. <laughs> this is my noble partner. Rodri Wilder Swinfins. <laughs> yes. It's is it Jared or Donatello who doesn't know the character's name? Now yeah. it's Donatello. <laughs> yep. Nice. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Uh, Swinfins. Yes, Mr. Aurelis. Nice to meet you, too. Hmm. And this is my traveling companion. His name is Corbin. Oh, you gesture at me, and I'm like sitting like 30 feet away <laughs> on the on the bus stop alone. That 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 man, 200 feet down with yes, with the long black hair and he's no, the, he's got bell pattern baldness, right? Oh, that man. That man, yes. The one sitting down. He is a very mysterious one. I faintly I, hear you uh, talking about me and gesturing at me, and I like look. I'm looking around and like looking behind me. I look me. away Corbin. quick. I look away quick. Corbin, and I point at myself. <laughs> we do a no come symbol. On, come on, <laughs> come on over. These are the guy the, with black hair standing next to him. With he has this like sword out, and he's like practicing these sword tricks, and he looks up and he's like, me, me, me. <laughs> Whiskers not. <laughs> uh, not you. Oh, oh, no. oh. Sorry. And then he kind of puts a hand like, oh, very, sorry, very sorry, and then nice, walks away. Very nice swordsmanship. You are. Very skilled. He gives you a little bow. By this point, Crobin has seen you talking to the swordsman and thinks that you are talking to the swordsman and is sitting back down again. No, Corbin. <laughs> Corbin. 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 Did I say Corbin? Corbin. Uh, I'm saying right, Corbin. So I'm, I start shuffling Corbin. over and uh, like dodging people, trying not to touch anybody on my way over. Uh, and it takes me a long time to get to you. This is uh, Corbin. He's a mysterious one. Nice to meet you. It's a very distinct thought process. You just have to be patient. Crobin Dornapple, nice to meet you. Crobin, I am so sorry, Crobin. No, no, no. Crobin? Yes. They've never heard the name. Crobin. Please, Rondri. This is just his thought process. He is a profound thinker, as you can see. So what... What is his name? His name is Crobin. He keeps saying Crobin. the words. Crobin Dornapple. What? Crobin Dornapple. He's just saying his name that way, and you're saying it a different way. Come you're being impolite, I believe. I'm just trying to make sure that the record is straight on all of this. It's He's saying, pronounce it right. It's It's Crobin. So sorry, Corbin, about my assistant. Uh, look, he's not used to, um, you know, being in public, in the public eye, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and I elbow him a little bit. No, 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 no problem. It's, I do, it's hard, hard, hard for me to say things sometimes when, when I'm nervous. So, Galavan, what brings you to see the Oracle? Galavan, it's a vin at the end. We could be doing this name. <laughs> At that moment, you hear a door slam on the carriage. And, uh, oh, shit. and, uh, that was great. Um, so, uh, you actually see a couple crows come and, and land on the top of the carriage and skitter, like, kind of hop, do the little birdie hop around the side of the carriage first. Uh, but then, kind of blustering his way through them a little bit, kind of, you know, robes swishing, is this old human male. He has kind of pale, le yet like leathery old skin. Um, he's got male pattern baldness as well. And he, he's got this big kind of hood, this like hooded cloak that is long and brown and weathered. And he's got the hood up, but he comes out and he's, the, the hair that is not the bald part kind of hangs down uh, past his neck. Uh, and it's long and stringy and white and it matches his kind of scraggly beard that he has. And he's carrying a staff that he's leaning on to walk um, it doesn't seem to slow him down, but he, he does seem to be leaning on it. And the staff itself is unusual in that it resembles a 
tightly packed flock of birds flying upwards. Like a flock it's, of seagulls? Uh, yeah, kind of. Except it's more like a, a dark black wood. Mm. Um, so uh, it's like a tornado of wings and beaks. And at the top of the staff, there are three, what looks like more, more like crows than seagulls, you would say. Uh, crows heads facing in three separate directions. Um, and he comes around the side and he goes, um, Well, hello there. I knew you would come. And then he takes his hand and he points up to the top of his head. And as he does this, as he draws attention to his face and you guys, he walks a little closer to you, you can see that his eyes are milked over and cloudy. We got your flyer. Oh, oh, you all are the first. Well, he doesn't look around. He, he kind of, he kind of. I, I know I just looked around, which gave you guys the wrong impression, but everybody else doesn't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, <laughs> so he, he kind look of stares. He's blind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he just stares at you, and he goes, "Oh yes, you are the only ones to show up." Just us. We're looking for. We have a question. We want uh, to ask you. Yes, you. You you found the right one, the right man. Right, it's the flyer said we get one question to ask. You are the oracle. I am the oracle, but you can just call me the Birdman, as that is what most people do. It is a pleasure to meet you, Birdman. Hmm. It is a pleasure to meet you. And uh, who might I have the uh, pleasure of addressing? Wait, you knew you we would be here, but you don't know our names. That was my question as well. <laughs> I could tell you if you like. Yeah, that would be very impressive. But I'd rather <laughs> save my energy for answering your questions later. I feel like you cool. could show us that you could yes. actually like I mean, answer our question if you said our names. I mean, Birdman, it's probably pretty easy to get my name. I, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know who I am, don't you? He looks at you and with his he looks at you with his clouded over blind eyes, and he goes, "And why would I know that?" Because I'm much folk hero, uh, you know, <laughs> sort of a legend <laughs> from my hometown, I figure. You know. Are you known by your smell? <laughs> you know like what? sniffs the air. If no. you could guess his name, I'd be okay with that. And I point to... Crobin um, Dornapple. Crobin. The man who stutters, he says. Hmm. You cannot see, is this true? Wait, 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 you you cannot what? see, is this true? I'm... Well... I see more than most people think. I don't deal so much in names as much as I deal in answers and futures untold. After all, I'm I'm the Birdman. I don't even subscribe to a name myself. Is there any religious significance about that staff or anything? Uh, yeah. Can you I would, roll a religion? You don't check? even need to roll. Okay. You would know. Um, yeah. This is this is pretty uh, uh, apparent. Um, he is an oracle, and he has crows just kind of, kind of around him, uh, scattered around him. And he has a staff with crows on it. Um, there, this he is very clearly um, a, a prophet of some kind, or an oracle at least of some kind, of the goddess, uh, the Lady of Crows, mm. and she is the goddess of uh, prophecy mm. and okay. wind. Ah. Mm-hmm. All right. Perhaps he's not a charlatan, I think. Birdmat, I will protect you and keep you safe. And in return, you will tell me where my mentor is. Hmm. I will answer any question you wish. Excellent. Rondra, he will help. Yes, we are here to... What, what is the exchange with it? We protect you and you give us answer. Yes. Wait, we each get an answer? Yes. Each of you gets a question, and each of you gets an answer. Can Great. we ask you first what we are protecting you from and where we are going? I am an old blind man, and I am off to a social function tonight. <laughs> and it is always good to have protection when one cannot see... I would, material. and I would love to attend. It sounds I enjoy functions socially of all kinds. <laughs> Excellent. Then you'll be able to have a little 
you know, enjoyment as well. <laughs> not too much. I'll need you to stick close, but... No, of course not. I will never leave your side. Crobin is, like, sheepishly raising his hand. And he points to you, and without looking at you, his, his hand kind of drifts over to, to point at you. And then he his head follows as soon as he's done looking at Whiskers. He goes, yes. Um, uh, there, there's just a small thing that, that I need to, to, to clarify. Um, um, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not a, uh, yeah, I'm not a, no, 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 an adventurer or anything. I'm just a, da, 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 da. I mean, you, you probably know. Uh, I'm just an, an insurance data analyst. Um, is it is it a, uh, okay if I t- t- tag along? I don't. N- Necessarily needed at a question. Let's see here. Answered unless I pull my weight. He walks up to you, uh, and he takes his thumb and he rests it on your on your forehead, kind of turned upwards. And then he opens his mouth and he lets out a gentle. He blows gently on his thumb on your forehead, just a gentle breeze. And then he his eyes lower to meet yours and then he says to you he goes hmm yes I think you'll do just fine what did you say it was that you do yeah actuary hmm is, well is, is it okay KK with the, the, the rest of you if I just stay out of the way and go watch you Please, but I also would say he said he mentioned earlier he wanted he did not have the armor that was mentioned in the flyer and he wanted to maybe go acquire some. Yes, maybe 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 I could just if it's just a party I'd just get 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 by without it. Yes, I think as an actuary you can just help the rest of us assess any risks that might be coming our way. I will protect you too, Grobin. I will not let any of harm fall to you. Very nice of you. And I extend my hand, like, you know, so he can kiss it. I, um, shake it. Cool. I grab it by, like, the claw and I shake it. (laughs) You're a very noble creature, my friend. No, I'm just a man doing his duties Mm. to his God and to his people. And I recognize this god, probably the White Rose. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Queen is the goddess of the. Her, one of her titles is Queen of the White Rose, uh, but she is the goddess of justice and peace, mm-hmm. righteousness and valor and heroes. Your lady is most beautiful, must I say? Might I say? Thank you. And what about you, little one? Uh, yeah, what? Mm, what can you offer? I, uh, Are you prepared to protect an old man? <laughs> I pulled this like stick off the side of my backpack mm. and I like cock it or whatever and it's like and it like lights up with all this like magic energy. Does it look like a tree stick? Like a stick that you'd find in the woods or it looks like like the emitter from a proton pack from Ghostbusters. As soon as you made the sound effect, I thought Ghostbusters. Yeah, no, this thing is totally Ghostbusters. Very nice. You do that, and his, his, he just kind of lifts his head up in the air like his ears perk up, and he goes, Oh, oh you come prepared. Andre, this is quite interesting. What, 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 what's the, that, that, what is that? Uh, it's my thunder cannon. A thunder cannon? You can shoot thunder from that thing. Or lightning, I guess. No, it's thunder, not lightning. <laughs> How does... But well, technically, be it shoots of time for bullets. talking and getting to know each other on the way. We're going to be late if we don't leave right now. Ah, yes. It's good to be punctual. Hop in. And he kind of hits the door with his staff, and the door pops open. Oh, and then he it. starts climbing his way up into the carriage. Um, and, a, and a carriage driver also uh, comes out of the... He kind of signals over to uh, the local the stables, and there's kind of like a, a youngish stable boy who kind of comes out and uh, prepares himself to hop onto the carriage as well. Crobin immediately, you know, like uh, follows him in sort of mm-hmm. obediently. Uh, mm-hmm. Whiskers sure. will usher the others in before getting on. After mm-hmm. you. No, no, no. I must be the last one to make sure everyone's okay. 
<laughs> Very kind. It's a thing he does. Just I will go. Yes, I'll go. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you all hop into the carriage, and so Misty Mar is a city um, on. It is on a city on the coast, basically. Uh, it is up on some uh, bluffs, so the city itself is quite removed from the bluffs, but uh, the lord who watches over the city of Mistymar, uh, the birdman will tell you the lord is Lord Dareth Blackberry, um, or Blackberry, as he says it, and uh, tonight he is having a social event. A social event at his at his manor, and it is a quite special social event. Uh, it is an auction that is being uh, thrown to support the poor and the needy of Mistymar, and it is uh, quite unusual um, for a lord to to do this, uh, especially as, as uh, rather last minute as as his has been announced. But we are heading up there and he gestures out the window and you can see uh there's like this winding hill that leads up to this you can just you can see i mean you're still pretty far off but you can see this opulent manor off in the distance just winding up and it's on like the edge of this uh this cliff that outlooks the entire uh black ocean the mar that you all uh know so well yeah i know this type he likes to show off his wealth yes Oh, Lord Blackberry. Uh, yes, quite. Hmm. It tells me a lot. Mm. I have known these type of people. Mm. It's very, very beautiful. Yes, it's it's even more beautiful from inside. I hear. I just I just just noticed this stain on my shirt. Oh, um, let me take care of that. I will press to digitate the stain off. Disappears. Wow. Freshly pressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is. So. That was cool, guys. <laughs> that was cool, guys. <laughs> dude, Gal- <laughs> wow. Galvin just cleaned my shirt, dude. Let's quit. That now, was, because we're not going to get any honestly, better. We that, peaked. That was that the was final cool. boss that I had in mind for you guys. <laughs> was the stain of the guys, I was in on it the whole shirt. time, dude. I was a plant, and I just, uh, I was really the guy, the shirt. The my shirt yeah. was the boss, and <laughs> thanks for playing. <laughs> it was a good. You guys podcast, never. You, get, you didn't notice. You didn't see that coming, huh? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, it, was a, it was a real twist. Um, so you guys <laughs> head up this long winding road, uh, and it, it gets smoother and smoother uh, because the roads become finely cobbled. And uh, I miss you. And I kiss you. And over there is the Sea of Stars, and, and, and for those of you who haven't been around this way, uh, which I believe is some of you, as you were saying, uh, that's the Sea of Stars, and, and, and there's off to the south, Rum Tum Bay, where I, I believe uh, 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 you, uh, Justice Whiskers, I believe that's where you um, hail from across the other side of the bay. Well, that was quite a long time ago. Hmm. Yes, the past has a way of finding us in due time, just like the future. And Whiskers will put his hand on the dagger aforementioned in the previous episode. His Guys? sister's dagger? What? His sister's dagger? Yes, that oh, same dagger. Dude. Wow. And do you see the flames and the yeah. screaming voice again? Yes, that's a great call. <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. Comes to a crescendo, and then... Back to reality. Oh, well, we're here. <laughs> and the carriage comes to a stop. You've all been riding for about an hour or two. You guys uh, pretty much know pretty well. Uh, you know, you've gotten to know each other a lot better, and you've got to know him. He's mostly just been talking to you about how uh, he's looking forward to this auction um, and how, you know, the poor and needy of Misty Mar, you know, what a great cause. What a is, great cause. Is there anything that you wish to mm-hmm. purchase in the auction or of interest to you? That well, you I'm see not, sold? I'm not sure. I, uh, they announced a few of the things, and they didn't really strike my interest, but I'm hoping there will be a few more that haven't been uh, made noticed. Uh, they haven't been brought to our attention yet that will strike my interest. Ah, this will be quite fun and interesting. I yes. can't wait. I hear it will be uh, quite an interesting event. And he, he kind of looks off. So he just wants us to escort him to this party, and then he's gonna. That's the mission. 
to protect him for the night. At a party. Yeah. Sounds easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially with all your powers. (laughs) So you all pull up uh, into this like semi-circular driveway of sorts. That's the best term I can think of for it. And it is this this semi-circular driveway that kind of curves around uh, this large statue of uh, the god Des of the gods and goddesses, Selene. Um, and it is she is wearing these long hanging robes, and she is wearing this like sunburst collar, oh. and she has her arms outspread. And uh, it is it is a, like a magnificently marbled um, statue. The carriage doors open, and you are helped out by servants who are very nicely dressed. Uh, you are, emerge out to this semicircular driveway. You see the statue, and there's about sixty feet of nice cobbled walkway that is surrounded by all sorts of beautiful fauna. It's very clearly like this this gorgeous garden that's made to impress. Uh, there are topiaries of, of like warriors with swords outstretched and hands like gesturing to the skies and uh, certain like uh, fantastical creatures um, that are kind of there. There is one, there is one, um, what is it? What is it? The freaking, uh, there's one creature that is looks like a giant panther, but it has these giant displacer beasts. Uh, you would know that, David, um, but Rondri wouldn't. Yeah, uh, he has these tentacles, these like flailing kind of tentacly, uh, but they're made of plants, um, kind of surrounding the walkway uh, as that leads up to the front of the manor, which is just massive. So you all uh, get out of the carriage and move. Down the walkway. Uh, <laughs> As we're getting out of the carriage, I'll just whisper to Rondri and Nomesh, uh, keep an eye out for any sign of either of our mentors. Uh, Remember yeah. why we're here. That's, yes, uh, that's what I've been trying to can do. I, can I hear them? Do I hear them? Uh, roll a perception check. I'm going to take photos of this, these hedges. Uh, Let's scroll. Perception. Where is that? Oh, nine. Nine. You do not. Okay. I also tried to listen and I rolled a one. Great. Uh, yeah, no, you, you're actually talking to the Birdman and you try to hear, but then the Birdman, uh, <laughs> one of his crows actually like, like you feel a sharp pinch on your ear and it pulls your attention back to him as he's talking. Uh, and Ooh. he goes, Cassie, what are you doing? Bad bird, bad bird. Sorry about that. She gets a little peckish. Uh, uh, my ear, my ear. Are you all right? Oh, uh, my ear. Are you all right? It's, b- 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 it's bleeding. Oh, Cassie. Do you have tissue? A tissue? Not on me. Does anyone have a tissue for growing? <laughs> pull out a handkerchief. Uh, I dab my ear with it. Cool. The bird he was calling Cassie has flown off his shoulder, and another crow has gone up on his shoulder, and he is petting it, and he's like, or he's like, I like bopping it on the nose. Another crow is gonna come and peck his other. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not my ears. <laughs> another crow pops up, and he like bops it on the on the little beak, and he's like, Cassie, bad Cassie. And Whiskers will also say to yeah. Rondri, and also keep an eye out on this one. I fear for his safety. <laughs> pointing to <laughs> pointing to. Crobin. Got it. Can I um, try a history check on this guy, what I know about them, because he's a noble? Um, of Lord uh, Blackberry? Dareth, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Rolling really great. Uh, you can roll with advantage, because okay. yeah, you're a noble. Okay, that's better. Uh, 17. Great. Uh, yeah, so this is the Lord. I believe he is the Baron, if I recall. I'm going to get back to you on that. Uh, I believe... Yeah, he is definitely the lord, though, of of the entire city of Mistymar. That is kind of his jurisdiction, mm-hmm. uh, and he does have a uh, a wife named Eleanor, um, and he does have uh, several children that you're not sure the name of, mm-hmm. um, but you know he is. You know he's as far as nobles go, he is pretty well off on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the richest noble. Mm-hmm. He's like a seven or an eight. Yeah, my family is in finance, so we would, we would. For sure, you would definitely know that. Yeah. So he's definitely well off. He's definitely the kind of guy who, is, if, he, if he's throwing an auction, people are probably going to go to that because yeah. he's probably going to have some great stuff. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm going to be, you know, swinging my scepter, you know, mm-hmm. like very lordly as we stroll up in front of the um, crow guy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'll puff my chest out. You know, I'm gonna. You two kind of take the lead, yeah. 
No, no, no. I'll be, I'll be last. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up the rear. You know, I'm the cool. bodyguard. Yeah, for sure. Taking pictures of everything, like the display, the 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 the, place, the displacer beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and now I get your fucking stutter. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a huge just, like, everything out cool. of my out of yeah, my backpack on the uh, carriage ride up. I take out a huge sheaf of papers that are like bound together with um, like twine or something, and uh, it's just like spreadsheets, spreadsheets, spreadsheets. And I'm like sure. flipping them and like filling in columns and like watching everything you guys do. Yeah, as you put them back, or do you do that as you're walking up the walkway? So I'm going to keep these things out. For sure. As you pull them out of your pack, uh, you do have to push something aside. Something you've had on, on you for a long time. Uh, something that uh, you've, you've had and you've been holding on to because it means something to you, for sure. 200. Whoa! No, it's a 20. It's a sword! Uh, it's a 20. Okay. 20. Oh. You have to push aside a glass jar containing... A glass jar containing a weird bit of flesh floating in pickling fluid. Ew. Oh, I love that one. It doesn't say what bit of flesh it is. Nope. Or what creature. It's a foreskin. (laughs) No. And I miss you. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. It was my foreskin. (laughs) Jamie. (laughs) Me, Jamie. Uh, Great. So, you all make your way down. Fuck. You go down the walkway, uh, and you uh, approach the large opulent manor with this enclosed, and as you get closer and closer, uh, the garden slowly turns into an enclosed courtyard uh, with a large circular fountain in the middle. By large, I mean like slightly bigger than the uh, friend's fountain. Um, it's about it's about 25 by 25 feet. It's, it has multiple statues in it. <laughs> I know. I can't say a song title, I think, without us wanting to jump on it, but it's very fun. It's a great uh, song. Uh, so it's about 25 feet circular fountain with multiple statues in it. Uh, and in the middle, there is another one uh, of, of Celine, except she is kind of gesturing up to the sky. Um, and the manor kind of surrounds you like three quarters of the way, except for the way you came in, with multiple entrances leading inside to different wings. Uh, and then there's one large, very clearly the main entrance that leads straight ahead, these big, ornate doors ahead of you. Uh, and you are kind of being walked along by the uh, a servant, and he kind of walks you up to the front door, and he opens the front door for you all, and you head inside. You're doing a great job. <clears throat> he just gives you a quiet, solemn nod. He almost doesn't even like hear you at first. Like he looks, like he 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 he's just kind of standing at attention, and then he looks, he does like a side glance, and he sees you looking at him, and then he just gives you a solemn bow. Uh, and so you all emerge into a grand entryway uh, that has a giant uh, kind of crystal chandelier hanging up, and a large, um, beautiful mural uh, on the ground. Uh, that is just a, a large, beautiful, kind of isometric mosaic. Uh, this is beautiful, beautiful colors kind of swirling and whatnot. Um, and you are guided by the servant through underneath the, uh, there's two staircases off to the left and the right that go up and around that form a upper level uh, banister, like loft area. Um, but you all are led straight ahead through two more large double doors. And you emerge at the top of an ornate, a huge ornate staircase uh, with a long gilded banister. Uh, and there is somebody else at the door there, a servant dressed much more haughty there, uh, who steps forward and uh, holds his hand out, and he goes, um, Invitation? I believe that would be the crow man behind us. And Birdman goes, Oh, yes, yes. And he reaches into his robe, and he pulls out a, uh, a scroll wrapped up with a, with a seal on it. Um, and he hands it out to the gentleman and the man looks at it and unfurls it and he looks at it and goes, hmm. And he nods in approval. Uh, and then he goes to the top of the staircase and he goes, uh, and then he stops for a second and he turns back to you all and he goes, um, you came with guests. I don't believe you were allowed any extras. We are actually is security team. And then the birdman speaks up and he goes, Oh, yes, uh, an old blind man needs protection. Wouldn't you agree? And the man goes, mm. It was not approved, but it shall be acceptable. 
for now. And he turns around uh, and goes to the top of the staircase and he goes, the Oracle. And then there's a pause and he goes, and guests. And he announces it to the room and you can hear a nice, beautiful music playing and a, a beautiful like soprano woman's voice uh, carrying from this giant ballroom. And as you get to the top of the staircase and you are led down, you can see that this, this is a huge, huge ballroom with marble floors, crystal chandeliers hanging up. Uh, the walls have a simple yet elegant design work that kind of runs along them. There are lamps that uh, emanate a luxurious warm glow that seem to be magically lit. Uh, there is beautiful flora and crystal vases and marble pillars uh, along the walls with, um, and uh, yeah, and you all make your way down. There's a long gilded banister that kind of guides you down this staircase that leads you, shut up. Uh, <laughs> just does, anyone, does anyone like look at us at the top? Um, a few people uh, I'm gonna cast their eye I'm in your direction. Yes, absolutely. I'm bow, you know, mm -hmm. as, as I would if I should be there. Great, yeah, a few people take notice of this uh, and they kind of, give you th their attention immediately turns away from all of you including the uh, oracle and uh, they definitely size you up and down and then go back to talking and eating and drinking uh, so you all make your way down into this uh, little social function it really is your fault jamie that we, <laughs> that we sing that song it really is it's a catchy song um, and you say make your way down guys so i don't know much. what i need another way to say that <laughs> what how do i say make your way you head, you head into go. okay. Head, there we you go. Start traveling. Start traveling. <laughs> you you make your way downtown. I like I like make your way though. You know, yeah, I don't okay. think of it. It doesn't bother me, but whatever. All right, I'll keep doing it. You head into the party, uh, and you all are amongst the party guests. There is a uh, an orchestra, a very fancy, fancily dressed orchestra with a. Uh, very beautiful human woman singing up on a stage, uh, kind of carrying out amongst the crowd. And there are, seem to be uh, little servants going around with exotic foods on trays and drinks in, in fine, like tall, skinny glasses. Uh, what do you all do? Crobin is like just trying to make it through without doing anything dumb. And he's like, but he is doing stuff that's dumb. He's like stepping on people's gowns and like bumping into like pedestals with like statues on them and like oh, catching yeah. them at the last second. <laughs> that kind of shit. Classic. Uh, Rondry? Uh, yeah, I'm just following in. Cool. I'll grab a drink. I will okay. stand uncomfortably close to Birdman <laughs> for protection purposes. Yeah, he, he kind of bumps into you a couple times and after a couple times of that, he's like, he looks to you and he goes, Loosen up, my boy, it's fine. You won't be saying that when you're dead, but I will take a step back because you asked. Thank you, but I will hopefully not die on your watch. No one will die on my watch. Great. And I turn and just stare at the closest person next to me. No one. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, this man with this big uh, fancy beard, and he kind of looks at you, and he furrows his brow a bit, like, how dare you suggest that I would murder anybody? I'll hold on to my... I'll just grab the hilt of my sword. <laughs> yeah, he, he skirts away from you. He, you intimidated him. I'll give him a thumbs up to the crow man. <laughs> nice. I'm going to try to make small talk with people around, and I'm not going to stay far from the guy, but um, yeah, just like chat them up. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you talk them up, and you find out that... Um, so this is a pretty fancy social function, obviously. Uh, the There are a few barons and even uh, a baroness here as, and those are like the, those are the lords who um, oversee certain towns and cities. Uh, and then there, are, there is a count and a countess here who oversee bigger cities. And there are even two, there is even a duke and a duchess here uh, who oversee regions. Yeah, and so there, this is quite the gathering. This is quite the social event. All right. I'm going to see if I can find any of those high-ranking people around. Great. Yeah, yeah. You, so you keep asking. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, who would you... So there is the Duke of the Northern Reach, mm -hmm. which is uh, the region um, that your family is situated in oh uh, this well, is great. duke that's definitely him great definitely perfect okay cool. respects yeah you'd know him to be uh because your 
family answers to him, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much. They, they are sworn to him. This is Duke Cragane Bouldergas. And he is a dwarf. Cragane Bouldergas? Cragane Bouldergas. Fucking name. Who is a dwarf of jolly humor. Oh, I will like him. Oi. Alright, yeah, if I can find him, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, you myself. head over to him, and he is wearing very fancy clothes with tailcoats. Uh, he's got very, almost like, like, when I said jolly, it really kind of hit the nail on the head because he has kind of like a Santa Claus, like, um, cheeks, big, big rosy cheeks. He's, he's clearly a little, a little bit in his cups, uh, and he's got a long, Santa. pulled back hair, a long pulled back hair, and a long, uh, a long red beard. My Lord Bouldergrass. I am Galavin Aurelis. I am just paying tribute to you. I wanted to see you in your magnificence and say it is an honor to be under you. He kind of is in the middle of talking to somebody and, and it kind of takes him a second to be to be pulled away because they're like still trying to talk to him. But he, you, you catch his eye for sure. And he goes, Whoa. Oh, say, I think I know you. Have oh. we met? Ah, uh, I, perhaps we have. And do it, have we? Uh, you don't need to roll. Um, you would remember, he, he does stop by from time to time mm. uh, to have like little, basically meetings with your parents. Absolutely. They could, and, and sometimes your parents will, very rarely has he come to where you live. Uh, most of the time your parents go to meet him, but he has stopped by your parents uh, your domicile uh, uh, several times um, and uh, throughout the course of your life like two times a couple times yes um, so you probably recognize him being a little younger but you recognize him yes you are hard to forget in your magnificence and may I just say that my parents talk often about how it is an honor to serve you <laughs> I'm sure they do lad I'm sure they do what brings you out to Misty Mart? And what the, what was your name again? Uh, it is Galavin. Galavin Aurelis. Ah! And he snaps his fingers real loud, like, many times over, and he's, like, looking up to the sky, like, oh, I'm such a fool. He's like, you'll have to forgive me. Aurelis, of course. You're the Aurelis boy. <laughs> that That's right. Yes. Well, what, uh, what brings you out to Misty Mart? Well, we're here for the auction. We could not. I could not resist to see what. Oh, what your parents is. are here! Oh no, no! I am a Nika representative. I am representing the Aurelises here. Ah! Yes. Well, that's surprising. This. I didn't think there would be enough enough time for you to make it down from up there. Well, I happened to be going through, and I figured I must. I must see this. I must see this uh, event happen. Hmm. Yes. It's, uh, it's going to be... He kind of looks at you and he's like, yes, it's certainly going to happen. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is this will be exciting. Maybe I'll pick up a trinket or two of my own. I hope you like them. Oh, I'm sure I will. Lord Blackberry's stores are always rife with lots of fantastic little trinkets. I, Ding, and at I, that I, moment... I will let you... I will let you back to your conversations. At, at that moment, there is a ding, 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 of a little bell as uh, you hear a voice, then boom. Uh, the same man from before it. The auction is now to begin. If you would make your way to the eastern chambers. And then there are big doors that are flung over on the eastern side of the room. And everyone is led. Some people stay in the ballroom. Some people just came to kind of join the soiree. Uh, but then most people uh, head into this other chamber. And that is where we'll call it for today. Roll for initiative. We're doing an auction off. <laughs> we're about to fight. <laughs> we're we're going to fight the, the numbers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Number fight. We need an actionary. Yeah, we need an actionary for that. I whip out my spreadsheet. I pencil stuff in. Ooh, roll to pencil. Roll to pencil. 15. Ooh, you pencil. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, We put out a new episode every week. So tune in next week to find out what happens next. Uh, Please subscribe to our podcast at your local podcast source. Uh, Please rate and review us. It really helps for a budding new podcast to help get the word out and to get people listening. 
Um, and thank you very much to Eric DeLong for writing the music. Thank you to Noah Langer for learning how to edit this podcast. Stop saying learning. It's, it's no, very condescending. So it is very much. condescending. He's so smart, you guys. <laughs> guys, Noah's a real champ. Will they buy something at the auction? Will they find out what's going on with the Oracle, the mysterious Birdman Oracle? Will they, I don't know, get a little tipsy on champagne? We'll find out next week. See you then. Bye-bye. The Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. 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 Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town.